Yeah, let's just start. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with one of my two partners, Shane Manila. Hello, lover. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, Jeremy is on a much needed vacation this week with his family. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry if you heard him say, oh, she's cute. That's because he's going through his dating app while we're trying to do a show. Um, That's a lot of thighs. <laughs> I like her. But because Jeremy's on vacation, we asked a guest to come in and uh, co-host with us tonight. So he is the host of the Dynasty Rewind podcast. He also hosts a Eagles podcast that I know Shane's been a guest on called the Back Row Eagles Show. And uh, you can find him on Twitter at TheMBauer85. It's uh, Michael Bauer. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Thank you for having me on. Question for you. Do you think my um, Twitter handle is narcissistic? That's what the one guy I work with <laughs> says. He's like, TheMBauer85. Look at you. I'm like, I don't know. It's just it's something different, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it. What's the 85 part of it? He's 180. The year I was born. Uh, oh. <laughs> I thought there was just like that many more before you that were like they all died off. You killed them like Highlander. <laughs> there was 84 other the M Bowers. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, man. I love doing a podcast with Shane. It's always so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you already got to find out the fun part prior to doing the show that we have to deal with getting ready as well. Because <laughs> it's so much different behind the curtain. <laughs> I don't pay attention. Oh, I'm checking God. out um, a dating app. Um, I'm t- asking Mike um, what's up with his wife's girlfriend. Um, not old Mike, young Mike. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, so you're 85. I'm 68. I'm never called young Mike, so I'm loving this right now. If you were born in 85, man, I was born in 68. Exactly. <laughs> you're the way um, young Mike. Yeah. I love you, Mike, uh, old Mike, but I don't want to date any of your wife's girlfriend. <laughs> How do you know? You never met him. But listen. So, <laughs> uh, no, come on, that might be fun. They'll they'll give you they'll give you Werther's originals when you go home. Oh my god! Thank you, young man. Here's a Werther's original. First of all, Mike Shane is not much younger than I am. So that, that we're I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, a decade. A decade is a long time, my friend. Are you real? You're not 42 years old. I'm 41, so 11 years. Holy bro. shit, you are. Oh, well, I'll and be. I will have you know wow. that. Um, and this is if you're not. I thought uh, you were just closer. so people don't turn us off. We're going to announce Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> um, but when I met Michael um, and his lovely family, his wife made me about as happy as I've been in years because she said, you don't look 40 to me. You look like you're in your 30s. I was like, yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't say that out loud because we were eating dinner and it just seemed. No, uh, man, you know, in, in, in what, like four days on Father's Day, it'll also be my birthday, June 21st, and I'll be 52 on Sunday, so. I definitely knew that. <laughs> I know you did, sure. But, um, so Happy listen. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so. Happy early birthday, then. <laughs> thank you so much. But yeah, like, like Shane said, Absolutely. before we get into everything, we do want to announce the three winners. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Wait, three. the three winners. That's right. <laughs> so, Scott Fish being the humanitarian that he is. Um, <laughs> I kept I kept DMing him, um, you know, after we announced last week and even a little bit before that, people had jumped on the Scott Fishbowl site to see, you know, what our giveaway was. 
And almost immediately, uh, our DMs started blowing up, which I was really stoked for. Me um, too. But a little sad that I didn't note on the site to please email them. But anyway, um, so the DMs lit up. And then after the show aired, you know, our emails just blew up with people sending us proof of donations that they had made within the past 30 days. Some of the folks, you know, it's an ongoing thing. Some of the people, you know, they just did it that time, but quite frankly, I don't really care when or why they did it, you know, just that they did it. Um, so I just kept letting Scott know. I'm like, dude, we're at 10, we're at 15, we're at 20, we're at 25. Yeah, we're at 40. Yeah, we're at 50. <laughs> yeah, we're at like 50 seven people like donated i don't even know what the final count ended up yeah i think it, i think it was around there 57 58 i think yeah and i mean that's in when we air last week thursday uh no i didn't drop it till friday morning so it was and friday. today is apparently wednesday yeah so today's I think wednesday. that's four days right yeah it, it was a big success and unlike some of the other giveaways like you said we tied it to charity so it was really great to have everybody donate the money so what did scott say to you um so you know at one point scott's like look let me give you another spot like too many people you know this is just too awesome this is this is great that people are giving um to charity like this and then at one point i made an offer that i knew he wouldn't accept Um, (laughs) i said you know what how about i just give up my spot too and then we get three um you know i mean i'll give up my spot and i'll give it up to one of the people to donate it and scott's like well no we can't do that and i'm like yeah no of course not because then people would just sell their spots left and right exactly real yeah so um he was just like you know what let's do three and i was like that so we got three winners super excited yeah Sorry, we haven't talked about any fantasy football yet but fantasy football is great <laughs> uh, we want to get to the scott fishbowl award winners three people um and it was hard we had to do a randomizer i i'm not gonna lie to you i did try to choose at one point <laughs> and i couldn't because every one that sent me one i was like no this is awesome this is awesome so michael did a randomizer and without further a blue <laughs> We have the winners. Yeah, so we put all the names into a randomizer. We pushed the button. And then uh, our first winner was Lee Cooper. And Lee actually had donated money to the Hawaii Food Bank. So we chose him. And then Shane sent him a, a message and let him know. And then our second winner was Sean McCormick. And uh, he donated money to the Mr. M.O. Project for senior dog rescues, where he rescues dogs. And I also talked to Sean, too. He he has two rescue dogs in his house and everything like that. So that was a great one. And he is also one of our patrons. And uh, he came in Medicine Canton last year. So that was cool. And then our third one was James Wakefield. And Shane, you actually you actually had some conversations with him, right? Yeah, James. So he started DMing me and, you know, like the very first day after he said, the dm of his uh, uh his do- proof of his donations what he gets to he was like you know um if you get a second check out my site too i'm like yeah whatever i'll check out your site you know what i mean i put it off for a couple of days just because i was busy um and, <laughs> i mean not to be a dick but whatever you know what i mean so i jumped on his site and i'm like oh holy shit this is awesome so my dude um he runs charity sites um and i joined one immediately um and all the proceeds or some of the proceeds the proceeds uh go to the my stuff's bag my the my stuff bags program um and basically what it is is they give bags um with things that are useful to neglected and abused children um and like i said he runs and i think he said right now there's 18 leagues um and i joined one 
I, I don't even remember how much it was. It was just like immediately, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, it, it's, it's for charity. It's fantasy football. I can do it. This dude runs it. So it was kind of cool that he ended up on the randomizer. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, and yeah. And, and also once you talk to him, we, we also mentioned him that we would like let everybody know, right. We'll send out a link yeah. so people could go to his stuff. Definitely. And uh, check the site out. It's a um, triple S showdown.com. Yeah. Let's pretend I can read. Cool. Um, and yeah, it goes, it talks about the leagues on there. There's links to the charity and all that. And it's a really cool thing. Um, I feel bad that not everyone could get in because honestly, just all the great charities that people gave money to awesome there's you know st jude's als i mean you name it there's legal defense funds just it's it's good to know you know i hate people for the (laughs) most part like i legitimately think people are an awful species but um over the last week it was kind of hard to feel that way yeah when people just kept sending proof that they are awesome and our listeners and the people that donate it are frankly just the coolest people in the world and i'm not even gonna lie i i um I am a little greedy and, you know, part of the reason I did it for charity is it made me feel good. <laughs> um, so it was just awesome. And, you know, sorry to all the people that didn't win. Um, like I said, if we had more spots, I, I wish I could get got everyone in. Um, but really thank you to everybody that donated to charity. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to figure out some way, whether it's through our Twitter account or we're not sure exactly, but we want to get out, get the word out there to everybody of all the charities that were donated to, because it really was great to see everything in there. Um, Okay. So listen, like you mentioned before that, we're going to talk some fantasy. And one of the news things that happened today is actually, like I mentioned to you guys in the pre-show, gone serious all day. Everybody kept talking about it. And I think it's pretty good because we've got two guys here that are both Eagles fans. So Michael, what did you think about the story? Yeah, I I think it's kind of a non-story. Like, yeah, of course you're going to sit behind the right now better veteran and learn from him. You know what I mean? That's I don't know why people are making such a big deal out of it. Yeah, you're going to learn from the elder statesman. I think the bigger story is that Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles. Mm. So, um, which is great because um, people are panic selling Miles Sanders because of it for some reason. Oh, wow. Yeah. I noticed people like, oh, Miles Sanders' value has crashed because of this. Like, listen, if you're going to sell him cheap, I'm going to buy him cheap every single time. I think he's going to be a fantastic running back. And, you know, the Eagles are smart enough. They have a good enough offensive line coach and offensive system that they're going to Shane probably resign Jason Peters maybe um, to play guard for a year. <laughs> hey, look, I'm okay with him at guard for a year, right? Oh, like, God, yeah. I mean, look, the guy. Yeah. I mean, people forget or they weren't alive um, when he came out of college, <laughs> um, but he was an undrafted tight end coming out of college oh really need a position switch to be arguably the greatest left tackle in the history of football and if not the greatest he is certainly within the conversation as soon as it begins and he would absolutely have he's smart you know i mean he he's still physically dominant he's you know it's weird because we we measure jason peters against himself so he might have been really good last year but then i measure him against the greatest left tackle that's ever played football and go, well, he's not as good as he was. But yeah, if the worst thing that happens is that Peter comes in and plays right guard for a year, we'll be fine. Well, not will. I don't play for the Eagles. The Eagles will be yeah. fine. 
they caught me. It was a, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, Michael, we do later on in the show, we do have a trade that involves Miles Sanders that we'll talk about later. But, you know, when you, you kind of broke up a little bit when you were answering the question and when you said a behind the veteran, you didn't actually, or the listeners didn't actually hear the name, which was Deshaun Jackson. So yeah, Shane, sorry about that. I was breaking up. Yeah, oh, no hi. worries. But Shane, wasn't there, what, what did you wanted to talk about Deshaun? Yeah. So, you know, because it's, I guess it would slow anyway. And this is kind of the stuff that you would talk about during the uh, preseason as is, but Jalen Rager uh, to start the season is going to line up as the, the Z receiver, which is Deshaun Jackson's uh, position. So everybody um, was a little sad and, and disheartened by that. Um, <laughs> couple things. DJX, who I love, is 34 years old and hasn't played a full season, if I remember correctly. Um, someone can look it up. But uh, I believe since 2014 might be the last time he played a full season. Really? Um, or I might be making that up. Um, <laughs> that is that is entirely possible but either way he's i love djack but he's an older guy and he's you know he's just injury prone it is what it is um and part of it is that last year the eagles you know they drafted jj arcega whiteside in the second and then apparently tried to teach him every wide receiver position they could and instead of him being you know kind of the jack of all trades good at you know all three not great at anything he was actually terrible at everything so they decided to go another route with Rager, let him just, you know, start out behind Deshaun Jackson. But there's no way he doesn't see the field. I mean, he's just too good. He's too talented. He'll be on the field. Alshon Jeffrey's not going to be available probably until October. Greg Ward is a fun little story, but Greg Ward is not a, a, a guy that, you know, I know it's a different position, but if I had my druthers, I'd rather see Rager in the slot than, um, you know, Ward. And I got a feeling Doug Peterson feels quite the same way um shane i did look it up the last time deshaun jackson played a full 16 game season was 2013 wow i was off yeah yeah i gave him too much credit and i love dj actually you know what i mean look he's an elderly gentleman (laughs) that's why you love him is that why you like me is that what you say um yeah i only i only own three uh nfl jerseys and one of them is deshaun jackson i bought it way back in the Probably 2014, 13, something Great. like that. Receiver, but yeah, like Michael said about Miles, if you can get a discount off of non-news, yeah, you, your best luck. I threw it out in the patron yeah. chat. Um, I was just like, hey, you know, if anyone wants to sell Miles Sanders because Brandon Brooks is out for the year, let me know. Because, you know me, I'm paying above market value. So if I can get any discount, I'm taking it. Well, you know, I was going to ask you both of you. I, I know, I know, Michael, on your Twitter account, you say that you're a Wentz truther, and we all know how much Shane loves Wentz. Are either of you guys concerned with him with that injury? A little, only because you know you just lost the best uh, right guard in the league, right? Um, without a doubt, the best right guard. But, and I said it, the same thing speaking about Sanders in the patron chat, Dynasty Trades HQ patron. Um, if you have to lose any position off the off, uh, offensive line, I think I'd rather lose that than a tackle or the center. Okay. Um, and again, it's not that it's something it's great. I'm just right. saying it's something that you can survive. And I, you know, I think Wentz will be just a okay. So if anyone wants to sell him at a discount too, look, send me Sanders, send me Rager, send me <laughs> Wentz on a package, and you can probably have most of my team. So what do you think, Michael, about Wentz? <laughs> well, I, I think he's fine. I think he's really undervalued as well. Um, 
people keep saying he's injury prone. I get it. I get the whole thing. Eight games in four years, less than Deshaun Watson, less than Big Ben, less than Andy Dalton, less than a bunch of other guys. So he's not as injury prone as people think. He did play all 16 games last year. And as far as the playoff game, if you could take Jadavian Clowney to the head and still play, then you're a better man than anybody, right? So <laughs> Yeah. You're not human at that point. Yeah. The, I mean, like, well, well, people have to realize they're like, oh, he's soft. And it's like, but there's protocols in place. You, they just, they pull you out of the game. You're not allowed to come back in. They don't let you come back into the game. People don't seem to understand that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Well, the other story that we had, uh, which Shane put it as the top story, but I can't stand this guy, was everybody was talking about Kareem Hunt today as well. Oh, I guess I'll You're say not a Kareem Hunt fan? Not me. He, he's got his personal no. feelings. Yeah, he's in his feelings like Drake. He's all like Kiki over there. Yep, like, exactly. Just, um, <laughs> well, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What are you going to say? Yeah, Shane? you know, it's the whole uh, he kicked some John, and uh, he was not <laughs> not excited about that. Which again, I'm not laughing that he kicked a John. I'm just laughing because you use John. Do not hit Johns as a man. You do not do that. Oh, I, 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 I agree with you. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do. That said, um, the what do you call those folks? The the OC Chad O'Shea um, was talking about how Kareem Hunt's been involved in some of the virtual passing meetings this off season, which is uh, that's fun because we know the receiving skills he has. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how the Browns are going to actually get him on the field, um, and you know maybe they'll spread him out wide, maybe they'll run him out of the slot, maybe there'll be some two back sets where you don't know if Chubb's going to slam it up your throat in the middle, or if uh, you know Hunt's going to leak out of the back. All oh, that sounds really funny to come together. <laughs> I was um, trying you not to laugh. Up the middle <laughs> and you leak out your back. Uh, <laughs> Oh um anyway so <laughs> yeah no um i and i almost kind of feel like you know look i'm projecting this could be good for nick chubb in a way i hope so um no nah, no nah, come to think of it i retract that completely <laughs> sell nick chubb chubb is dude chubb's too high his adp is too high people are forgetting that kareem hunt absolutely eviscerated his dynasty uh, or, excuse me, his fantasy production last last year. How much longer is Cream Hunt on contract? Is it is it one more year or? Yeah, he's got one more year, and then I mean, Just at that year. point, they could hit him with a franchise tag or whatever the one tag you can hit people with now is. But then they'd have to pay him at what top ten at the position, so yeah. I doubt that's going to happen. Um, so one more year, but he's going to completely bake Chubb's value and production again this year. You think so? Do you agree with oh, that, yeah. Michael? You could disagree with me, dude. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. That one's. <laughs> I don't think he was considering that. I think I he has a delay, Shane. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. No, I'm I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. Plus, Shane has my phone number, so I don't want him to blow me up too much <laughs> if I disagree with him. Um, I I do think Hunt does kind of chip into Chubb's value, but I think Chubb's good enough to overcome that. Um, I still think he could be an RB1 low end with Hunt there, but long term, he doesn't really diminish his value, I don't think. Yeah. Aside from this year. Yeah, long term. I'm trying to find his ADP right now, actually. Oh, I just looked it up. It's um, too high. Which one, Chubb oh. or Cream Hunt? Chubb. Oh. Yeah. It's just it? too high. I... Oh. 
Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Let's no. See I... if I can find it here. Oh, what's this? But while he's looking, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Mike, Michael's playing the long game there with the, you know, this year. It's definitely going to eat into Chubb's production because yeah. it did last year. Um, my only concern is maybe the Browns look at this, uh, the new coaching staff looks at this. I'm already projecting the hunt to be successful. So maybe that's me being a little presumptuous. But um, <laughs> what's that word? <laughs> presumptuous. <laughs> It means to presume. I know, but the way you said it was funny. That, that is the word. No, I know, but the way he said it was whatever. <laughs> well, you, first of all, it's it's hard to say a word that you're not sure is true in Google that quickly, so that it comes up and you verify that it's a word. Is that why it came out funny? If I, I I'll tell you what though. So, so where Michael's looking at it long term, Chubb might be someone that you can buy come like week seven or eight when Hunt has just gone off for like a thirty point week and Chubb had a six point week. Um, he might be an interesting guy that you, you should kind of watch during the season to see if you can uh, try to get that discount on. And that's funny too, because part of the reason when you were saying before that I don't like Cream Hunt, yeah, it could be the whole John situation, like you say. But mm. um, but also I was a big fan of Chubb and I had Chubb in a lot of places and I just hated the fact that he was there um, taking away anything. But what you just said about doing a trade, I actually did that. I don't know if you recall, but I did that last <laughs> year. There was there was a, a couple weeks there where Chubb's numbers were down a little bit in Cream and I actually got him at a pretty good discount in a trade. I don't remember the exact trade, but I remember we talked about it on the show at the time. So. The other story we had was about the uh, Vikings uh, with Justin Jefferson, which I know you like Justin Jefferson. So, I mean, I think everyone likes Justin Jefferson, right? And just so everyone knows, we pulled all these stories from Roto World. Not that that's probably a shock, but we should probably, you know, acknowledge them. Because I sure. think a small struggling site like that could really <laughs> use our help. Um, well, there is a topic we're going to talk about later in the show that also may promote some things as well. But yeah, that's it. But, but wait, before you go on to it, you said we all like him. Is that true, Michael? Do you like Justin Jefferson? Sorry. Sorry. I have to call my internet provider um, because this isn't working out so well for me. It keeps, my router keeps crapping out, the one that I pay a lot of money for, and it's, it's about to go through the window. Um, Real quick, before we talk about Justin Jefferson, I did look up Nick Chubb's ADP. In one quarterback league in a startup, he's at 111. And in a super flex, he is 16th overall. Wow. So, okay, cool. Oof, you are. And, oof. <laughs> and Miles Sanders is pretty much right on his heels at all times. Um, in a one, cuter, one QB league, he's 112. And he is one, or he's 19th overall in the super flex. Wow. So Miles so Sanders and Nick Chubb are kind of pretty much neck and neck in startup huh so that's interesting yeah normally shane would be the one who pulls those numbers out of his ass but um no, so what you did you <laughs> it, it is i'm not gonna lie to you it is just beautiful to have someone else that knows how to um open a tab it's a beautiful thing it's a absolutely oh yeah pressure on me oh my god anyway yeah that's exactly what's happening but wait he didn't answer the justin jefferson thing real quick just back to miles just on a trade trade show I don't know if you know nominally. I know, but we have him on a trade for later in the show, but go ahead. I was just going to bring up a point. Look, I just wanted to point out, like, we are a trade show. It's not just a Shane dating show and Shane making fun of Michael's show. Oh, yeah. Shane (laughs) making fun of other Michael's show. Am I other Michael? Yeah, and and, and I'm not a part of this at all. It's it's just the Shane show. We're we're so gonna change our whole logo and name of the show and everything. Me and my, me and Michael have already discussed. Young Michael have already discussed this before. <laughs> we would both 
I think, trade Nick Chubb straight up to get Miles Sanders back nine days a week. Okay. Probably. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would tra- if I was getting Miles Sanders, I feel like I could probably get Miles Sanders plus because I feel mm. like people are valuing Nick Chubb higher. Yeah. And I think they're both quality backs. They're both going to have good careers. But at the end of the day, um, I do think, and this isn't homerism, this is just we're talking about we're having the Eagles going into the season with the same head coach that they did last year, the same well, Doug Peterson, I think, is the new offensive co- It doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator and title is. It's Doug Peterson. Whereas, like the rest of the NFC East and the Browns, coaching change, coordinator change. So, you know, for right now, I do think Miles Sanders is going to have the better season. He's not going to have somebody chipping into his carries like Kareem Hunt's going to do with Nick Chubb. So long-term, they're both going to be fine. But we could say maybe Miles Sanders is doing better. The offense, I think, is a little bit better. I'm going to say this is going to piss a lot of people off. I'm glad that Jeremy's not here. I do think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, he Baker Mayfield is great on short and intermediate passes, to be honest with you, but he doesn't have a great deep ball, um, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. So quarterback's better, line's better, defense is better. Division's not as hard. So that could equal more touches for Miles. That could equal more points. I think out of all three of us, we'll all agree with the Wentz over Baker thing. Uh, I don't know about Jeremy anyone, if he was here, but any anyone with a pair of eyeballs, <laughs> um, except for my delirium last year. Um, well, that's. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I don't know, Michael, if you knew what uh, Shane's rankings were last year with quarterback, but I believe that he had Baker Mayfield at the number oh. one spot. Well, no, he was definitely a lot one of or two. Did. Yeah. A lot of people really did. And you know what? So, hey, I, I think I kind of got caught up into the hype. And that's a lesson that I learned last year. And as someone that's in the quote unquote industry and I'm an analyst, whatever, I'm just a guy that has an expensive microphone and thinks I'm good at talking. At the end of the day is you can't fall into other people's traps because what's going to happen is you're going to overvalue players that you shouldn't. You need to trust your gut sometimes. Trust the people that you listen to. And if someone seems out of line, just dig into it. You know what I mean? Like people had... Baker Mayfield at quarterback three, I think, was like the general consensus last year for him, right? Yeah. As I'm wearing a fantasy football roundtable shirt that has Baker Mayfield's number on it. I just want to point that out. So, um, <laughs> With the Eagles championship banner behind you, though, right? That, that is true. Yes, that is true. Um, so it's just one of those things. I try not to – like the second-year guys – so Baker was a second-year player last year. I try not to bump him up too much. It's like show, show me a little bit of something. Yeah. Well, you know what? And the the great thing about your answer actually will go along with one of the topics we're going to talk about later on in the show. So why don't we finish up the news here? And actually you didn't answer the question. (laughs) Do you like Justin Jefferson? Because according to Shane, everybody does. I kind of forgot what the question was for a while there. We got off track. I love, I love this show just gets off track. And all of a sudden it's like you flick a light switch and you're back on it. So that's my job. So (laughs) I I give you a lot of credit for hosting the show too. Thank you. Um, I do like Justin Jefferson. I think that there are, he's going to be kind of like a Jarvis Landry. He's going to be like a steady Eddie, not saying he is Jarvis Landry. It's going to be a steady Eddie. Um, I think he has one of the safer floors out of this rookie class. But if you're talking about, bigger ceilings you're gonna probably do better with a guy like cd lamb or even jalen rager or maybe even brian edwards i love brian edwards and i love that spot yeah um justin jefferson's gonna be fine but um and i think he's gonna do fine in minnesota to be honest with you them moving stefan diggs is gonna be really great for him um especially when adam thielen gets hurt and misses half the season again he's gonna really be the only thing there um 
but he, he's fine. Although I do have to say, if we're talking about Jefferson, uh, Porkman from the show, Dynasty Rewind that we do, he's huge on Van Jefferson. What do you guys think about Van Jefferson? Because, sorry, Porkman, I know you're probably listening. I don't see it, man. Dude. Let me, real quick, Van Morrison is <laughs> Van one Jefferson. of the underrated singer-songwriters in the history of life. Um, and if you've never heard Crazy Love with Van Morrison and Bob Dylan um, live from some Greek island it is incredible <laughs> um and, yeah it's a, it's a macropolis or something uh, something like that it's a, a opolis um and the reason that van jefferson makes me bring uh think of van morrison is one van two they are roughly the same age um he is older yeah oh my yeah, god he's, he's an, also an elderly gentleman um i don't remember what the question was uh, <laughs> He asked if you like Van Jefferson. Remember, we actually were yeah. on your show, the three of us, me, Shane, and Jeremy, and we were and we did a mock with you guys. And I remember that. Was that fun. Yeah, and I remember he did like Van Jefferson. But yeah, he asked you if you liked Van Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I like Van Jefferson's draft capital. Um, I don't like his lack of college production. Uh, you know, relative. I don't like his age. I don't like many things about him, but. <laughs> I like that he was drafted in the what second round was it? I think so. Yeah, we should know this. I feel like as a fantasy football I, show, I don't agree. I, 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 I disagree. Can't where everybody I, gets I, I disagree. I think first of all, I think you can have your opinions without knowing that stuff. But also, you always look it up. I de- I delete all that, and all it sounds is like you know right away. So go no, ahead. No, no, no. I see. I prefer this though. When you leave it in, because it just shows that even when I think I'm wrong, I'm. Not, of course, I'm not. <laughs> no, yes, that is not round. what it shows. Overall, I just looked up. So, yeah, I'm high on his draft capital. I'm high on the fact that the Rams have put themselves in a position where they can't afford to pay players um, anymore. Like, legitimately can't talk to yeah. Todd Gurley and Clay Matthews. I believe it is not Clay. He's probably retired. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, I think he's. I think he's still looking for work. Yeah, okay, he's so still... it's two ex Rams, Gurley and some other dude that keep tweeting at the rams like uh they, it's payday. where's my money yeah have they played have they paid jalen ramsey no no they have not signed him yet okay because i'm surprised nobody's signed him maybe i should look that up no <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this episode let me let me look that up <laughs> yeah he's not he, yeah he has they haven't resigned him yet but anyway so i liked van jefferson's draft capital and i like the fact that the rams are nearly forced themselves into a position where Van Jefferson is going to be a starting wide receiver on that roster probably next year. Because I, I got to be honest with you, I can't imagine that they've re-signed Cooper Cup and keep Robert Woods. And I, I, I think, you know, Van Jefferson is going to be in a good spot um, in 2021. The good thing about Van Jefferson also is he doesn't have the same name cachet as the rest of the guys. So you could get him later in these drafts. He's not going mm-hmm. in the first two rounds of these drafts, you know. Right. So you're able to get him late, and if he does pan out the way you're saying, it's going to be a steal for a lot of people. So that'll be pretty cool. Before we get on to the rest of the show, there was one other sad news you wanted to mention. Uh, incredibly sad news. Um, I I think everybody it feels like knows Dave knew Dave Cherney. If you didn't know him on a personal level, even a little bit, you at least know who he was. Um, he was with Fake Pigskin. Um, he was the co-host 
of the Dynasty 101, excuse me, the co-host of the Dynasty Football 101 podcast. Um, I know I had lucky, been lucky enough to go on a couple times with him and Ron McLeese, um, also a great dude, um, who was Dave's best bud. And uh, just as an aside, if you know Ron, just give a shout out to him and just see how he's doing. Um, Dave was a legitimately awesome guy. Um, I jump on podcasts with him and you know me, after an hour, I'm like, I need to go. And I, you know, the last podcast I did with him, it was myself, Ron, uh, Dave, and Katie Flower. And we, uh, it, it was like three and a half hours. Wow. And honestly, I I legitimately had to get off at some point where it was, you know, I had, I had things to do, <laughs> um, but I didn't want to. And um, Dave, just on a personal note, was always a great guy. He, you know, as soon as I, I, I went, out in the world with you know letting everyone know that i was going through a separation dave would check in on me all the time um you know just making sure that i was doing okay giving me pep talks um you know just talking about you know getting through it um and how to deal with it um and the one sad thing and you know it does make me feel sad very sad is um a couple weeks back i was working on an article um, and me and Dave were, you know, Facebooking back and forth in between and Dave's like, Hey, give me a call. And I said, ah, I'm finishing this article. Um, I'll get back to you. And I never called him and, you know, and then I found out he died and, you know, it's not like to say like me and Dave were best friends in the world, but he was an awesome guy. Right. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those things like you, you always assume there's going to be another time to tell someone they're awesome talk to someone and you're just not dave was a just a great fucking guy it's like the best compliment i can give someone i couldn't tell you anything fantasy wise about him right now you know what i mean yeah. like nothing and if i were to die i'd hope no one would give a fuck or even think of anything fantasy related <laughs> i don't think anything fantasy related when i think of dave i think he was a, a great person and just it's very sad that we lost him but like I said, just take it as a lesson. Just, you know, tomorrow's not promised and just keep that in mind um, when you talk to people. Yeah, it is a really sad story, especially with the way this community is. You know, I, I've been in it now with you for what, five years, four years, something like that. And it does seem like we all are one big giant family. So it, no matter whether people have arguments or not or fight over different players, we all support each other a lot on Twitter. You can see a lot of support with everybody and, and all the podcasts that we do. So when something happens to somebody in our community, it, it's very sad. And, you know, I, I agree with you with uh, talk to people. You know, sometimes it happens. We all get busy and, uh, and you don't want to regret anything. So. The other day, I, you know, I just, I know personally, I made it a point to reach out um, in a couple ways to people that I knew were going through some things. Yeah. And I also made it a point to go into some group pages on Facebook that helped me deal with, you know, the shit I was going through and kind of just went and looked for a person that was in that similar situation as to me a few months ago and just said, hey, life gets better you're going to be okay just just do something nice because yeah. that's what dave would have done um and dave loved fantasy football so we'll talk about fantasy football um the rest of the show now you know part of what you just said about dave when you were talking about his his different podcasts and everything one of the topics we wanted to talk about tonight was 
Shane, this afternoon, Michael, I know we got this group text between the three of us with Shane, where he had come up with an idea. He wanted to talk about how people get their information and how they consume their content for fantasy. So yeah. we were going to talk about, between the three of us, how do we get that? And um, I know, Shane, you, like I said, you came up with the topic. So you want to ask the question and then let's go about it, seeing what we're, our answers are. You just asked a goddamn question. <laughs> you literally, you made it like it was yours. I feel right. like well, George, I, when Elaine gave the big salad um, to, to George's girlfriend. First of all, George's I, girlfriend gave the big salad to Elaine. <laughs> but not if you really, go to Reggie's. If you go to Reggie's. Yeah. They don't have the big salad. They have two small salads. Yeah. It's not the same. But anybody who listens to what I said, I said Shane texted all of us and came up with the idea. Then I actually lobbed it over to you to ask the question. But you're right. I did ask it. How do you utilize the content that you consume? So let's answer that question then. How do you... No, no, let's not you do you, Shane. Let's do Michael. Michael, <laughs> how do you utilize the content that you consume? Well, thank you for doing me. Um, <laughs> So, hey, it's Shane. So, Mike, he fits right in here, you know? So, um, primarily podcasts, to be honest with you. I don't read a lot of written articles anymore. Um, it's one of those things where I'm just always on the go. So, it's easier to pop in podcast on, you know, if I go for a run, believe it or not, uh, one of the things I like to go, you guys usually release Thursday, Friday. Um, so, by the time I get caught up with other stuff and I go for a run on Saturday morning, is usually when I listen to you guys. Um, there's a bunch of podcasts that I listen to, but you guys are definitely in my top three. So, so again, uh, thank you for having me on usually podcasts, YouTube a lot. I watch a lot of film. Um, there's a, a podcast that I'm friends with the fantasy football astronauts. Their film cutups are fantastic on YouTube. Jetpack Galileo does an amazing job. Um, he doesn't like people knowing his real name either because he's a doctor in real life. So he tries to keep his personal life and his fantasy life separate, which I think is that's pretty Freaking cool. Awesome. Yeah, so wait, yeah his I'm kind of name isn't Jetpack. It is not, <laughs> and he is not a 16th century astronomer either. So. <laughs> but, um, so, oh my god! For me, it's like it's YouTube and it's um, and it's podcast. But I will tell you this, um, and I'm not affiliated with DLF at all. Just for the record, they have the best ADP, and they're my go-to. <laughs> for ADP. That's who I looked it up before. Um, and also to answer a question that we had before, Van Jefferson's ADP in a one quarterback startup is 29th overall. So That's pretty cool. I mean, that's crazy. You're getting a receiver that was drafted in the second round at the 12 plus 12 plus 24. The third uh, round. To the, to no, let him do it. The <laughs> third round. Um, 305-ish of oh rookie God. drafts. That's insane to me. And and that works perfect with what I said before. That's where he's going, you know. He and and that's a it's a great value for him. But, you know, we we made a joke at the beginning of the show about that later on in the show when we talk about this topic, it might be uh, an ad for people's stuff. But you know, if that's the place that you like, you know, whether you support them or not, it's it's fine to mention it. I think in my whole dynasty career and history or whatever. DLF is actually one of the only sites I've ever paid for. You know, mm. I, I agree. I, I like their site. And now our I, very I, own. I subscribe to them as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Guys, guys, 
so I just started writing there. So you're supposed to say, oh, as soon as Shane started writing there, I started I You interrupted me because I was about to say that. You oh, didn't, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, I said they were the only ones I ever subscribed to. But then I was going to say, now that our very own Shane is, is affiliated with their site, I will now definitely go back. What happened to him? He <laughs> left he turned his screen did, into like did he turn a, off his camera i don't know what he did oh there oh, he there is <laughs> no but uh, I, i'll agree with you for me it's it's pretty much podcast mostly um i don't really read too much uh just like when i started with dff and we did all this stuff they asked me to write i said no i i can't write but i can talk so for me i i would rather listen <laughs> <laughs> Shane's shaking his head and laughing. No writing, no speaking. <laughs> exactly. That was pretty much what I said. Um, the best was when they said, "Well, you know what you could do? You can speak it, and then it'll it'll text right." I was like, "No, no, thanks." But um, but for me, yeah, I I like podcasts. I like also the information I consume is from everybody. With Twitter, Twitter is such a great community, especially with all the people that we talk to and everything. There's so much Twitter. information and so much answers and, and, and people are very ready. They're ready to give you their advice and give you their opinions on stuff. So I, I really like Twitter in, in getting news. That's where I get a lot of my news from. You, you see something on Twitter and then you immediately look it up and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. But, um, I think that's where I consume most of my content, uh, videos with videos, there are some, but it, for me, it's more podcasts and talking on Twitter. And I know, Shane, you had mentioned when we talked about it this afternoon about certain people and certain sites and everything. But with you, we already know you listen to like every podcast that's out there, right? <laughs> yeah. So I um, and, you know, again, I have the luxury of even during my um, the non-pandemic days. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a, a desk gig. And yeah, I have to run around, but there's also stretches of the day where I could sit at a desk for an hour, an hour and a half straight. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, in theory, I could if I didn't have whatever issues I have um, mentally. Um, <laughs> come back, come back, come back. Come back. Sit in one place and focus that long. <laughs> come back, come um, back. Is it okay to laugh at that, Mike? I'm not sure. It, it is no, perfectly no, no. fine. <laughs> It's perfectly fine. I just have to reel them in sometimes though, or it'll go the wrong direction, but go ahead. Okay. So you know what I, you know, I listen to not us, um, because <laughs> the <laughs> Philly voices are awful. But you know um, I don't listen to my podcast either. And here's the thing that sucks. I won't listen to this podcast now. I'm still going right. to download it because that's what I do. But because I'm on it, I'll hear about five seconds of myself talking and go, nope. Can't, yeah. You know what's so funny? What's really great about that is Shane and Jeremy don't listen. But because I edit it and it takes me hours, I might listen to it three or four times every single episode because I have okay. so much to do for so it, you know? <laughs> I do. Then I did lie because I do go through and when I, when I put the, when I take it out of StreamYard and put it in Audacity and add our music, I go through in various points to make sure everybody's level's okay. Yeah. So yeah. I probably listen to about half the episode I end up listening to. It, so the one great thing when we first started, Shane said to me, I told him, I said, I, I'm, I was happy to do this show with you because it, it, 
just hearing you as guests on show crack me up. And one of the first times I ever heard Shane on a show, I like spit my Red Bull out while I was driving. It was freaking hilarious. But Shane said, oh, really? What episode, what show was I on? Like even back then, he had no idea what show he was on and he didn't listen to it back. So he didn't even know what I was talking about that I was laughing at. But that's the way it always is with him. (laughs) I mean, honestly, if anyone listens to this show, if I've gone on a podcast, um, I probably enjoy them. (laughs) <laughs> also, I'm a big mouth whore, so I will just go on any podcast. Wait, well, that's what I was told this weekend, that I'm a big mouth whore, and that's what I assume she meant. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to cut that just soundbite out, because I really like that soundbite. Yeah. Oh, no. Can you send so, that no. to me, please? Yes, I will. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, um, Maybe that should be your new name, Shane. You change it enough. <laughs> in no particular order, obviously. I love Scott, um, Scott uh, Connor um dynasty and chill uh it's one of my favorite podcasts go on and be on um dynasty rewind i actually wearing a shirt tonight looking good by the way look at you <laughs> um you know uh trade addicts um i love the fantasy points podcast when um it comes out it's been a minute um jesus i can't even think of all the ones i have every super flexible version if there's a super flexible the the original og that you know migrated over to dlf there's the one that was with dff that's now an independent brand dynasty Warzone. um then i'll also listen to i love the roto world pod with um josh norris and uh ian hart tits um but the reason i'm laughing is because when you and i talked about this earlier you said we were going to talk in more generic general terms and you're you're running down all the different names yeah i'm like am i supposed to list all the podcasts i know michael we 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 were told differently i'll cut them out because i feel bad that i mentioned their names and now we're just blank listen i'm not gonna cut it out i'm just i'm not gonna cut it out i'm just steering you back to way we talked about we were gonna do this yes So, yeah, what I try to do is I make sure I have a podcast um, that kind of gets me focused week to week on that. Okay. Uh-huh. But I also want ones that are deep dive where there's a lot of strategy talk and where you might not even talk about a player that's currently active. Right. Um, because all you're talking about is theory and strategy. Um, I, I really love those. Those are probably my favorite kind of podcasts. And then content-wise, I am a subscriber to... Well, one, I don't have to pay for anymore, yeah. but um, I'm a subscriber to probably eight different websites. Wow. Yeah. And I, it would be more because, you know, before FS statistics uh, was bought out by DLF, it was those separately. Um, but yeah, so about eight different ones. And, you know, I kind of compartmentalize. I realize not every site is going to always be great. And the content on it is not always going to be what I'm looking for. But most sites, at least the ones that I frequent, not all sites, but the sites I frequent, I find that, all right, this is what I'm looking for out of you. Um, You know, like one, I might be looking for specific tools. I'm like, all right, well, I can use this. Um, While others, and I hate to keep counting DLF because people are going to be like, oh, it's because you're right there. You didn't mention them before. I didn't (laughs) mention them before because I ran another site. Okay, 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 come back. Anyway. but you know, a site like that where there there is that kind of like, all right, this, these are the players you should buy. But then there's also these articles that get, dive into, well, this is when you should buy players, um, not who exactly, but like when and why. And these are the types. Like I love strategy and and theory. 
I think is my favorite content. You know, and it's funny, I, I do, I know I mentioned back before that, that pretty much DLF was the only one that I ever paid for, but that is actually wrong. I, I have actually paid for a couple others. And I realized that when you were just saying that, one of the ones I did do for a while was 444. And the main reason I did it, like you just said about specific content, uh, Mike Wallert is one of the first people I ever talked to and met in the Dynasty community for IDP. And he has always been the go-to guy for me with IDP stuff. So I, I, I know what you're saying where I had that website specifically for that information. Not, not that I didn't use the other information, but that was the main reason. But I see, like we talked about it this oh, afternoon. Wait, real quick. What? So here's the other thing. Um, as far as podcasts, yeah. did I get a, a little... So there's some that I like that are a little dry, right? Yes. We've talked so about this I'll before. Go, okay. I have... I can't listen to eight podcasts in a row that are dry because I'll want to end myself. Um, not to make light of that, I apologize. Yes, um, I want to not listen to podcasts any further. So then I will mix in podcasts that even if maybe the knowledge that they're imparting imparting to me isn't stuff imparting. No, no, let him go. Let him go. It's fine. The information that uh, I'm downloading from those podcasts—it's uh, all good, Michael. It's good. Let him go. Information I'm downloading from those podcasts <laughs> might not be something that I, I don't already know, but the entertainment level of it is so good that it goes, "Okay, this is good." Like, yeah, whatever. It's maybe it's not rocket science, but it makes me happy to listen to. You know, like the reason yeah. you listen to music and things. Well, um, and then I try to get a mix. I will try to get a mix of, like I said, the bigger types, like the Roto Worlds, and then the smaller guys, like our, our, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like there's a certain grind that's that's done by guys at our level and lower that, you know, it's a personal grind. You can't just go, hey, I need this information, stats and information, get it for me. Yeah. Um, Do it ourselves, and, man. Exactly. Like that, I respect the out of that especially in same why i love content is because i understand the grind where it goes i just wrote 300 words and it took me six hours because i had to go to 17 different websites to verify what i was saying <laughs> these numbers so i just you know i respect the grind i just i love it because i know people that are grinding or working at it they love it and, and they're not just spitting bullshit see for you you have a different perspective because you had to deal with that that way and i know when you say the entertainment value Two and a half, almost three years ago, when you and Jeremy and I first talked about doing the show, we had certain ideas that we wanted to do with the show. And to me, I always thought that entertainment value was one of the most important parts. Granted, yes, all the information is great and the way it's presented, I think is more important. At least it worked for us. We've been doing this now for two and a half years. People seem to like it and, and I think we have fun with it. And at the same time, we also give out the information. So I understand what you're saying about that. And I think everybody has their own opinion of what they are willing to listen to. And the one thing that I think is funny, and I don't know about the two of you, I actually have never asked Shane this, but I, I've heard other people say it. One thing I see with people that listen to multiple podcasts, they talk about listening to it at like one and a half and two two times speed. And I yeah. I, <laughs> I see Michael shaking his head. I tried it once and I was like, I can't do it. And I don't understand how some people can listen to it that fast. So what I found is at one point, <clears throat> I would pump it up to like one, three, one, four, right? Uh -huh. But then I'd end up going back 
because people would be talking too fast and I'd miss something and I'd go, wait a minute. That sounded interesting. What was he talking about? Let me go back. Or shape. Or I didn't hear the name of the player and I'm like, well, now I got to go back anyway. That's funny. Yeah. 1.2 is is the fastest I can go because after that, then it starts to blur past. Most podcasts I'll listen at 1.1, which is basically normal speed, but because I'm up in the brain it makes me feel like i'm saving time i was just gonna say that that is so psychological and if you're listening to one i think i I did the math before (laughs) i I think i looked at it it saved me like three minutes of a five minute podcast so it's it's really not saving me any time but whatever it makes me feel so michael why were you shaking your head no what were you gonna say i i can't do it And, and part of the problem is with me i Generally, when I'm hosting the Dynasty Rewind, I talk pretty quick because we've got four people on the show trying to get everything in that we want. Um, when I do our read-through for our, our sponsor, I try to do that pretty quick because um, one thing that i found, and you guys don't do this, which I really appreciate, I don't like when a podcast opens, the song's too long, then there's a commercial, then, hey, it's <laughs> so-and-so, and we're going to talk about this, but first we're going to talk about and it's like, okay, so I'm six minutes into this podcast, and I got nothing. <laughs> And, you know, so it's one of those things like I understand that everybody's time is precious. So I try to keep things rolling along as best I can. Um, but for me, like podcasts are kind of relaxing. So I, I like to play them at normal speed. Um, I have too much going on that's fast paced at work. And I have a toddler that is very fast paced right now. So for me to be able to slow things down and do things at a normal pace is like a huge release. Also, it would it would be really nice if I could use the bathroom without having someone clapping while watching me. Um, that's an interesting thing about having a toddler too. So it's got to be in there. <laughs> that that is pretty in there like like this, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing it. That's great. How'd you get in here? I think my wife lets her in now. Like she thinks it's funny. That is pretty funny. You know, I I think what you just said, I never really thought about it, but in my mind, the way my life always is, it's very fast paced too. So yeah. I don't know that I could handle it too too fast either. You know, one thing you mentioned about the ads, Shane and and Jeremy and I, we were very happy when we became our own independent thing we were like very happy we didn't have to do some of the ads that we were doing before but um i do know what you mean especially when people front load the show with the ads it's very difficult for people to stick with it but all right so we did have some trades that we wanted to go through michael and we're we're very appreciative that you're here tonight so what we're gonna do is happy to be here (laughs) well we're happy to have you we're gonna do a trade Actually, we'll go back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show when we talked about Miles Sanders, and we'll do a couple trades, and then we're going to wrap it up and then do the Patreon show, and we'll do the rest of Shane's trades in the Patreon show. Does that work for you guys? I don't know. Yeah. I just assume that they're my fucking trades for sure. <laughs> because well, you, because usually they are, Shane. Well, so, I mean, so <laughs> that, yeah. listen, I'm just joking, but whatever. But all right, so let's 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 circle back to the beginning where we were talking about the Eagles and we were talking about Miles Sanders and Shane, why don't you talk about this trade that you have with Miles Sanders? All right. So in this trade, um, just in case anyone was wondering was made before Brandon Brooks, um, decimated his, uh, it was his Achilles, right? His other Achilles. Yeah. So yeah, he, this is two out of the last three years. He's ruptured in Achilles, which is not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, a, yeah, I mean, he's a big dude. Yes. I mean, the, 
you know, when he ruptured it, what, in the playoff game, he was ready to play five months later. So I expect him to be on the field in week nine. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm down with that. I'm down. <laughs> All right. So this is in the HQ4 Listener League. Um, I believe everyone knows the settings. Let's just say super deep rosters, super is deep Is this starters. the auction one? Probably. I don't know. Okay. I will go with maybe. Well, it's a strong maybe. Um, so on one side, we have Mr. Sanders. And on the other, we have DeAndre Swift and Paris Campbell. Okay. How are you feeling about so, that? So, well, which side is which? Um, you know, so people always ask me to evaluate trades, and I always ask for a little more detail. But um, I'm just going to go with what's here. Um, Paris Campbell, while I think he's promising, was hurt last year. And then when he got back, he got hurt again. They did uh, draft Michael Pittman Jr., who I'm super high on. DeAndre Swift, I like him a lot, but he's not a dog. Um, I'm probably going to take the Miles Sanders side here, but I think um, whoever got Miles Sanders, and I'm not sure it doesn't say who's what here. Or Well, maybe I'm just not looking at it right. I could have gotten Miles Sanders and maybe like a later 2021 pick or something like that. But, um, yeah, I would still – I'd go Miles Sanders, though. Because you can you can find another DeAndre Swift, probably going to get crucified for that. But you can find another Paris Campbell too. Um, these guys are always getting drafted. Whereas I do think Miles Sanders is a unique talent, um, and that's not just me being an Eagles fan and a Penn State fan. I, so here's some fun. Um, Michael really went the town on the scoring on this league. There is half point rushing and half point receiving first down scoring. There is. <laughs> Length scoring for touchdowns. Um, anything over length of receiving touchdown, well, that never matters. First of oh, all, no, that first... is incorrect. Length of receiving touchdowns, 40 yards is two points. First of all, wait. When you said Mike went to town on the scoring, this was HQ4 and HQ5, and we wanted to do a couple different things with these two leagues and the other leagues. So, yeah, we went absolutely apeshit in this league. Rushing attempts, it's a point. Uh, 0 0.1 PPC. Right. Uh, there is a long rushing scoring, uh, 40 plus yards. You get another point. This league is going to be bananas. <laughs> um, and I can't wait to play it immediately. I know. We, we have five, Michael, by the way, we have five listener leagues, and mm. three of them we created this offseason. And, and when we did it, I just wanted to add some interesting different things into it, so we added some things that weren't in HQ1 and 2. And uh, I, It's I, a slight tight end premium, also with rushing and receiving first downs <laughs> and distance plays and distance scoring. So... <laughs> Holy shit, the scoring is going to be bananas. Just so you know, uh, settings on the, the starting settings on this are start two to six running backs and uh, two to six wide receivers. And of course, it's super flex because that's all we do. And it's funny too, because Michael, when we did HQ1, which was our first listener league, we hadn't done one yet. So we kind of went 16 teams because we had a lot of people and we did all this stuff and it was very difficult. And then we, we've changed over a couple of the different ones. But I think with this HQ4, I, I think it's going to be fun, like you said, Shane, with the different scoring things. And I believe that with this trade, I agree with you, Michael. I, I think I like the Sanders side because... Paris 
Campbell, whatever. But you're right with DeAndre Swift. The one thing we've talked about, I don't know how you feel. I think we mentioned it on your show when we were guests, but I think everybody right now has such high expectations with all the rookies in this class that they believe that the rookies are going to be better than the veterans that are out there right now. So there's a lot of these kind of, but I know, but that's, that's the perception that people are having. Like we even talked about a couple weeks ago, somebody had traded um, Amari Cooper for CD lamb straight up is what the trade was. And <laughs> my Michael's head just went backwards and came back at it, you know. Someone's setting off fireworks outside. <laughs> but it yeah. just it, it, it there really is this giant giant expectation with this entire rookie class and I think if you can get a deal like this done, I, I like the the deal as well. Shane, so you got Miles Sanders, I'm assuming, correct? Cuz there's no way you yeah. traded him for those two pieces. Yeah, I've been uh, you know, I've been Captain, give me all the miles that I can take um, <laughs> exactly. up the middle, Tom, out, out of the back um, <laughs> to get Miles Sanders. I think that's uh, going to be the name of the sh- episode: up the middle and leaking out the, back. Out the back. You've said it three <laughs> times <Wow>. now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, we went we went back and forth a little bit, and um, <clears throat> at one point, you know, he tried to get Brandon Ayuk from me. And I was offering a third on the, you know, the others, or excuse me, he was off. Nope, nope. Yeah, I was offering like Swift and Brandon Ayuk for Sanders in a third, um, which he didn't take. But, you know, he, I, I guess that's preference at that point. To me, I'm good with Ayuk or Campbell. I still like Campbell. Um, and, you know, I, I like Ayuk, but I clearly would have given him up. I'm, I'm pretty deep at wide receiver in that league. Just a lot of younger wide receivers. Yeah. Um, running back, not quite as deep um, in the sense that I only had guy, maybe three guys on a weekly basis that I'd roll out where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. So, and I'm a Miles Sanders stand. So, you know, my theory, I'm willing to overpay a little bit. But it was funny when we brought it up in the HQ pack, pick the HQ um, Dynasty Trades HQ patron group me joined today. Uh-huh. Um, no one really seemed to think it was an overpay, which is funny because when I put it in there, I, I assumed everybody was going to be like, "Oh, Shane," you know what I mean. But everybody seemed to be okay with that price. Yeah, I don't think it's an overpay either. Uh, no. I, I'm I'm actually very comfortable with the payment that you made uh but but you also know my stance on these rookies anyways so they don't exist they're not real <laughs> not that they don't exist it's just that i will take the veteran over those guys but um so listen we do have a bunch of more trades but let's move them all to the patreon show let's wrap this up michael it's been awesome having you here great to be here <laughs> and we would love for you to come back and you know uh if jeremy goes on vacation again or whatever we'd love to have you again or whatever now look now the fact can... that you just said or whatever now jeremy's gonna get what does that mean and i'm gonna get a lot of Everyone shit from him it. i just <laughs> i just amplified what you said but anyway said michael something if you want me to come back while he's here and tell him how I think Carson Wentz is better than Baker Mayfield, I will gladly have that conversation with him all day. Let's do that. And let's not have Shane mention that I said or whatever. But yeah, so- no, see, I was fine with inviting Michael back again um, with Jeremy. I didn't know you wanted to replace Jeremy with Michael. Or whatever. What yeah. Oh, my God. No. All right. So listen. Oh, God. All right. So, hey, Michael. Thank you so much. Go ahead and tell everybody, even though I mentioned at the beginning of the show, tell everybody all the different things that they can find you at. So you could find me on Twitter at the 85 Um, 
I host the Dynasty Rewind. We record every Friday night. We live stream on YouTube at 10 o'clock. If for whatever reason you want to see what we look like or what the inside of our houses look like too, I guess if you want to think of it that way. Um, I do an Eagle show, although I am due to do an episode. Shane, maybe you can hop on and do an episode with me because I got nothing right now, dude. Um, Mike, um, we'll just that, talk. That's going to depend upon um, Jenna hooking it up with her girlfriend. Okay, <laughs> well, well, I'll see, I'll see what I can do with that. Pro quo mother. <laughs> Okay, I love great. how so, the whole show circles back to the beginning of him dating so, with the wife's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what we can do there. Maybe we can get another episode out. Um, you can follow that at backrow underscore birds. I don't tweet a lot aside from when on that account anyway. Just just follow the Dynasty Rewind. Just go there. I don't do much on my personal account. I mean, if you message me or tag me in something, I will respond to you. But I don't really will. No, he won't. <laughs> All right, you Shane. You have my phone number. I just text you. This, that's how that works. <laughs> Be quiet, Shane. So listen, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Check us out at Dynasty Trades HQ on Twitter. You can also find us on iTunes and Podbean and everywhere else at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, hey. Congratulations to all the three the three winners. It's so cool that we were able to give away three spots in the Scott Fishbowl 10. And uh, we're going to now do a Patreon show. So everybody, if you want to hear what we're going to talk about, go out and join our Patreon account. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Shane. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Goodbye. You weren't saying anything. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>